Yo, check it, you dirty motherfuckers. This is the Epic Collector, and I'm from Shermantown, Tennessee. No, no, wait a minute. I'm from um, Cairo, Tennessee. Um, it's a little different. It's about 15 minutes over, but it's still suburb next to Germantown. Uh, still a white boy, though. Um, but let me see what I got. Maybe I can rap, and maybe it can make y'all clap, or maybe not. Um, but let's see what I got. Yo. 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 Whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm not for real. I'm just a white boy from uh, Germantown. I mean, Collarville. Uh, I'm the epic collector. I collect things. I don't rap and rhyme like you guys all the time. So I'm not that great. Um, I'm actually kind of getting a little nervous about this. And I, I got a lot on my plate. Uh, I don't know who Tony is. Who's Tony? Who's Tony on the mic? Does he want to fight me? I'm just a white kid from Germantown, Tennessee. Uh, oh, shit. What? What? Look at my butt. See? See, there I go. I can't even fucking rap. I can't even make two sentences sound good. They sound like a run-on sentence or a prepositional phrase. What does that mean anyway? I don't know. Can a girl be a boy or vice versa? Can a boy be a girl? Do they teach that in kindergarten? Like in schools these days? Man, that shit is gay, whack. I don't even know what to say about that. Teachers telling kids it's okay to be a girl or a boy. When I was in second grade, I would have been so fucking confused. I would have been as confused as you guys listen to this rhyme because I fucking suck every single time. I can't rap. I'm really, really, really whack. Everybody knows that because I'm not from Germantown. I'm from Carville, Tennessee. Man, look at me. His name's Evan. He's a fool. But you know what? That's cool. He least he tried. That's all that matters. You know I get an eighth place trophy this time or a seventh place. I tried. But um, you know what? It's kind of weird still that I could be a girl or a boy. Um, am I some sort of a toy? I don't know. Do I have a vagina or do I have a penis? Or do I want a vagina or do I want a penis? Now I feel bad. Am I gay or am I not gay? Um, so anyway. Um, I'm just a white dude from Germantown, Tennessee. I mean, scratch that. I'm from Collarville. Epic collector, Germantown, Tennessee, Collarville song. See <laughs> Hey, welcome back, guys. This is Eric Peterson, native 901. Who else? Who else could it be? Not the epic collector. Um, how you guys doing tonight? Uh, what is Sunday today? I think it is a holiday. Um, don't ask me which one it is, but I'm, I think it's a holiday. Um, I'll do something a little different, not, you know, politics. I have I actually haven't been on, um, on my phone the last two and a half weeks, three weeks, maybe. Um, probably most relevant if you, the person in my life that you could ask, that's probably been affected the most by this. Not me because it's been fat, fantastic not having to deal with all the um, life issues that you have daily and um, and that I was able to do that without you know uh, getting into trouble or losing business or so I'm very very fortunate very thankful for that uh, but no I had a sim card issue in my phone um, I literally when I, I turned my phone on I had to call the customer service so T-Mobile if you guys need a service, y'all y'all go check T-Mobile, man. They got the most amazing customer service. They always work with you. 
man, their, their, their attitudes are amazing. You know, you know, how, how hard is it right now to have a good attitude in this world? Like with all the negative people around you, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty rewarding if you can handle it and do it and um, live by it. But, um, we all have our moments, but, um, yeah, y'all check T-Mobile out. They're, um, super, super, um, focused on customer service, which is my thing. Having a small business, um, the importance of customer service, I think makes a whole company, uh, who it is and what it is. And, and it makes people want to be with that company or be with that person or whoever, um, you know, um, also, wanted before I start, I want to tell y'all there's a few few websites I find, you know, just by studying from other people, seeing what they're talking about. Um, you guys into um, making um, you know content and all that stuff. If you're if you're having trouble or anything like that, uh, there here's some um, here's some websites that will help you guys out tremendously. Um, one is undraw.com. Um, pretty much. I think that one is the where you can edit anything, videos, you know, pictures. You can make yourself in movies, and and it's all free. It's just it's incredible. Um, Undraw.com, and these guys aren't paying me. They're not Adam asking me to do this. These are apps that I've found from other people, and um, you know, I think I spoke on it last episode. Um, people. People need to start sharing uh, the good things they find, like the their cheat codes in life, because there's a lot of abundance out there. There's, you know, this stuff's not going to go away. It's not going to get used up by a certain amount of people. Um, the more the more you share and the more you put out positive and, and the more people share with you, the more happy all you guys will be. And, um, you know, people sometimes think the opposite, like, oh, I got to hide this secret. You know, I got to hide this. I got to protect it because I want to get all the, the money or whatever. Um, try, try it the other way. Um, you know, I could see the logic in both ways, but try it the other way and uh, try it the way when you're sharing, um, sharing what you're doing or how you're doing it or document what you're doing. Uh, if you're being successful in these times, especially, you know, if you're self-employed uh, and maybe your industry's struggling right now, like, you know, hospitality was, uh, during COVID, um, you know, the barstool.com shout out to them that, that guy, um, he's, you know, he might be, you know, come off as a jerk or whatever, but he's a smart, smart dude. He's passionate about, um, sports betting. He's passionate about just, um, you could tell he's passionate and, um, he really loves that, that, uh, baby he created over there. Um, and it really shows. Um, I think he's been doing it for 20, 20 years. People think he just got famous just out of the blue, but no, that guy's been, um, you know, he's been producing content since uh, the early, I think, 90s, I guess. But um, Barstool, uh, they saved a lot of restaurants and a lot of bars and a lot of people that were being affected by uh, poor leadership that we had. And, um, the, the leadership wasn't doing anything about it. the leadership. All, all they were doing was um, allowing larger corporations to stay open, which was fantastic for us. You know, we were worried about food shortages. Um, yeah. I want Walmart open every, you know, I want them not to close because, you know, Walmart closes, you got kind of got some fucking issues going on. <laughs> you better start, um, you know, 
uh, worrying about the more serious things in life. Well, you know, you know, the, the, you know, what, 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 what do we need to survive or to be happy on this planet or, or to just to keep um, evolving as or the human race? I think one is um, uh, food. Um, two is uh, shelter. Three is um, some sort of a, a family unit or um, structure, uh, whether you're a caveman and you have, you know, kids and you have, whether you're, um, you know, right now, um, you know, um, a libertarian that lives in Austin, Texas. Um, what, what makes people, you know, successful in life is um, having connections, um, having a shelter, having food, and, um, and then having the right tools to, um, you know, live your life, how, how it's going to be the most positive for you, you and your friends. Um, that's the thing when everybody can coexist and, um, you know, be on the same page, you know, after the same goals, um, especially if you're like around each other a lot or a unit, um, very hard to do, but very rewarding when you do it. Um, everybody has to be, um, you know, they have to let their guards down and all that. But, um, you know, life is kind of funny how it molds people together sometimes, you know, maybe some, somebody needs, you know, you know, if you, if you're having a tough time in your life, um, you know, evil and, and, and hard times, um, you know, they happen, you know, that's, that's, um, something that, um, you know, like small manifestations, manifestations of unknown, um, they disrupt small tracts of our, you know, explore territory sometimes. So larger manifestations, they disrupt all things. So, um, upsetting those manifestations, uh, may occur, you know, from outside forces or, you know, geological, um, metrological, um, even cosmological, but, um, social transformations, may upset uh the stable and um familiar so you're comfortable and all the, the comfort the comfort's gone um that's kind of when when things are um get get good but w wars and revolutions and migrations make this and everything you know you know they taken for granted you know you know evident once more so um some internal, like some internal transformations we go through and we have as people and, and humans, they're also considered like a natural, you know, social event. Um, our ever expanding, you know, human capacity for, you know, out of the box thinking or, um, you know, how the human brain, it, it, it's constantly evolving um, and it does it so quickly. Uh, it's just like our technology right now. We cannot keep up with our technology. It's um it's a good thing, but some some people uh, think it's negative sometimes. But um, it's just you know um, think about your grandma or your great grandpa. Uh, you know, right now at a time period like right now today, say a person that does not have a employment, does not have a means of um, you know starting a job. You know, say today. Um, it's very simple, like, uh, to go get you a phone, you know, for fairly cheap, you could probably get a free phone, 
Um, you can even get stuff on Craigslist for free uh, right now, um, like free couches, free. St you start flipping that. I mean, so it's it's you can you can start with very little in this resale, uh, the the trend that's going on right now, and it's a super um, very underlooked trend because people people are making comfortable livings right now, and if you think comfortable living or you think. 80,000 to or 60,000 or 50,000 to 100,000 is is something to sh, you know schmuck at you you got you guys um yeah it's it's um kind of low in the the middle but you know 250 and up would be you know ideal but you know 50 to 100,000 could make a lot of people happy including me uh that's a comfortable life if you're controlling it right if you're if you're not doing dumb shit with your money buying dumb shit that you don't need you know, um, you know, not buying fucking, you know, out of your means. Um, it, it's a comfortable life, uh, especially if you're doing what you want to do and you don't have the, um, the, uh, the rules and the expectations of a boss or you're working for a corporation. If you're doing that, you're making 50 to a hundred. I mean, you're making 50 grand by yourself right now. You're, you know, hats off to you. Applause. That's um that's I think is a, a feat of its own, but it's really simple to do right now. And 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 me saying that is it's not any um don't listen to that at any more of importance because I'm not making that right now. I'm I'm making way under that. Um I'm I'm not even close to that right now. So um but it's a it's a up and down kind of deal. You gotta be very you gotta be very um you gotta be very um you just got to be very, your attitude needs to be very uh, optimistic about it. You need to love it. You need to, uh, whatever it is you want to do, if you want to do it on yourself. Uh, but right now you can literally, if you're good at making peanut butter sandwiches, um, they taste a certain way to some, you know, everybody's like, God bless America. A uh, little Jimmy over here can make a fucking hell of a peanut butter sandwich, you know? Um, and I've never had a peanut butter sandwich like that. Well, there's something something that's trying to get your attention with that. You can go literally and sell, you know, peanut butter sandwiches, you know, in a food truck, or you know, sell them to your local markets, or sell them online, or I don't care, I don't care how you do it. But if you got a talent, you know, we all have that one talent or that one uh, kind of um, thing that we, you know, we're all good at. Everybody's, you know, the, a Michael Jordan and and something in their life. It's and it doesn't have to be, you know, the number one at everything or the president or, you know, being the number three, the number four, the number five guy, that's a comfortable spot in life because you're not making decisions. You know, people that have small businesses and, and are trying to start businesses and um, all of you can attest that, you know, if you're going through that right now, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a lot, a lot of work. And if you don't do it like every day, all day, sickly, you know, especially in the beginning, I mean, you're not going to grow, especially if you don't have any money, because you got to, I mean, you got to hustle and you got to, you got to do all the, um, everything that you need to get that known or seen or, or noticed or, or, or your sales going, um, you should be doing by yourself if you can, because you, that's how you really learn about the, you know, that you learn if you love it, you learn if you hate it, you, you learn if it's not making any money. You learn all kinds of amazing things and that could be fucking, um, you know, um, hat making with, you know, uh, thread from the grand can. I don't know. I don't care what it is. If you have a passion for it, 
why not try it out? I know, I know we y'all have kids, you know, you're married, you're going through divorces, y'all have homes together. Just try it when you can, instead of playing a game or, you know, or instead of bullshit and watching, um, something on the TV, try, maybe try singing on the, on the, um, one day on, on, you know, downloading an app, see if you're good at that or try doing maybe something, uh, that takes you out of your box. Um, all my friends would tell you, yeah, I was pretty outgoing and personal, you know, growing up, but I, this was probably not anything that they would ever expected me to do, or they would imagine um, they should, uh, I'm sure most of all my high school friends listen to the, my um, podcast, but it's something I would have never done in high school. And, and it was just probably would have been, you know, stubbed my nose at it like, Oh, or whatever, because I was so close minded and uh, just, you know, attuned to what I thought was important at the time, but uh, which was, you know, I got a scholarship to pay for my college. It was fantastic. But, you know, being so um, into sports and so consumed with that, it, it did uh, close a lot of doors for me, like creatively. Um, I wanted to, you know, fly in the military. I wanted to uh, do a lot of things like that. But um, so sports, yeah, it was a tool to pay for my college. But um, and uh, if I could go and change it, which this is not something I talk about, I don't do this, but just for fun's sake, if I had a time machine, I'd go back. I would, I would totally, I would, I would flick myself in the ear in high school and be like, go do something out of your comfort zone. You jock, or you dumb, uh, big headed, you know, um, idiot. Like go get some, you know, start reading. Like I would have started reading books earlier. Uh, I probably would have done some like acting maybe in, in, um, you know, the school, um, uh, play, whatever, um, which everybody always was like, Oh man, so stupid. Ooh. Um, so if, if, if you, if, if you have an open mind about things, especially if you're uncomfortable about doing them and then you try it out, um, yeah, most of the time you're not going to be good at it, but you, there's always practice. There's always uh, getting better. But there's also um, you. You never know if you don't. So if you're if you're kind of you know wondering and thinking, man, maybe I have this this thing. Maybe I have this I have this good radio voice. Well, go go put it to use. I mean, you, you can make money right now just by um, sharing your thoughts, sharing your voice, or sharing your talent. Whatever it is you have, uh, if you, it's peanut butter sandwiches that everybody in your town loves, monetize it, try it. It's very simple. And, um, it's, it's harder for me to tell you guys about it on here than it is to do it. So when you think about your grandparents and your great grandparents, and you think about how dumb technology is, some people think technology is dumb and it sucks. It's ruining our kids. You know, we don't eat dinner together as families. You know, that's all horseshit. Like, um, you know, those are the kind of things. Technology is not um, something. I mean, if you if, if you had to pl- replace yourself with your great grand grandpa or your grandma and you're in times like today and you, you needed uh, technology like it's so available right now. So anybody could go and get, you know, use a phone. You, you literally can pay 20 bucks for and you can go make a living doing stuff just by you know reselling or whatever it is on the internet everything on the internet is you know google google how to make money on the internet (laughs) 
Google how to make money doing what you want to do. But uh, it's never been this simple ever on the planet. Um, you know, years ago, you know, my dad or his dad, that if they wanted to go start a business, they had to get, get up, you know, uh, do everything that you do to start a business. But then they had to have like, you know, at least a million, million five hundred thousand in the bank just to start a conversation with, you know, uh, people that were interested in supporting a business, let alone, um, you know, listening to your, your, your idea about it. But um, now you can literally do that on any, any platform, on anything on online for free. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. Some, some sites charge you, but you know, there's, there's so many things you can do. You can be on Facebook marketplace. You can be on, you know, Craigslist, you can be on eBay. Uh, eBay has, um, where if you have an LLC, like I do, um, my, my, I incorporated my business. I still have a storefront on eBay, which I, I haven't set up yet. I need to do it. They, they market everything. They do all that. It looks professional. They do all the, you know, you take the pictures of things, but they clean it up. They do all that. And then it's the percentage they take out is less than what the individuals sell on eBay. So it's, it's really cool. It's, it's, it's supported. It's trying to get people to um, realize and to take advantage, capitalize on how easy it is to have a business. So um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's crazy today, but um, the, um, the, one of the things I want to, and I get off on these little tangents, but um our idea, like paradise, uh, it's like a stable world. You know, it, it, it's all previous places of stability concentrated into just a single representation that you've had or we've had. Um, every previous place of stability becomes, um, you know, it's like an order or balance in your life uh, perfectly with potential. So, um it also, it becomes like this existence without suffering. So in, um, in Eden, um, or in paradise with what we call it, um, garden of Eden, but, uh, the, there was a walled garden of delight. Um, but th there was like a, I can't remember it was like a Hebrew term. It was like a delightful place or a place of delight. But, um, our English word paradise is, uh, it's, it's, it's from the Persian or, uh, it means a, um, property wall enclosure. So paradise means, uh, you know, properly walled enclosure in Persian. So Eden is a wall garden of delight. So paradise is the place where the perfect harmony of order and chaos eliminates suffering. So when you're, bringing forth all the pleasures of life without work or effort. Um, chaos and order are, you know, they're kind of integrated, you know, just, just right, just perfectly in that paradisal state. So um, therefore paradise takes, it takes, it partakes, um, you know, the state of the cosmos before, you know, division into ever, uh, warning kind of elements of experience. Um, so the condition or state uh, conceptualized um, a being is free uh, from or beyond opposition. So um, it's also by that same thing, place or state, where suffering 
it's a consequence of you know our limitations and our oppositions um it doesn't exist uh so it's a symbolic uh representation uh which seems you know somewhat paradoxical but um just as it is in the dragon of chaos um that generates anxiety uh when it manifests you know unexpectedly all the time um it just it however determines like um meaning and mythology um the conditions of your existence of our existence it's the balance obtained by forces of order uh, chaos and consequences and consciousness um i mean they all they not you know infrequently they all appear intolerable um you know and 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 of themselves just anxiety and pain characterized by grief or depression so um from that perspective the state of uh, non-being uh, which is equivalent to your identity or uh, you know your uh, pre-cosmogonic uh, chaos that's as easy as you can say that um and um, absence of all um, possibility of suffering. So in this state uh, of ideation, your suicide, for example, like the, um, just say somebody that's gone through a real severe crisis of identity um, um, or you know, this, for, for instance, this, this, uh, one example, this person, they took a trip to the ocean. Um, there was cliffs, you know, behind, uh, the beach, you know, um, I was standing on one of the cliffs looking out over the water, you know, um, uh, I was in a depressed state of mind. I looked out to the horizon. I could see the figure of a, a beautiful woman in the clouds. Um, she just for, she gestured for me to come forward. Um, this is all me. I'm, uh, this is a text I'm reading um, from um, Maps of Meaning, uh, Jordan Peterson. Um, but so this person almost went over, and and it's this is all found in in young children. Um, a lot, you know, female and male um, find themselves, you know, if they're in a you know in a state of mind, you know, younger years, and they're very depressed and they're very you know sick like that there's some weird thing with, uh, seeing figures, you know, you know, telling them to jump off the cliff or telling them to come forward. It'll be, and it has this comfortable feel to it. So it's kind of eerie and, and it, it's kind of weird. Um, very something I wouldn't like to think about, but, um, you know, this, the guy had a, his wife said a, she had a familiar tale when she was younger. So, um, so the state, um, uh, so that's pretty much the state before opening Pandora's box. Um, and can men and can under many conditions appear state worth attaining. Um, so the common metaphor of, of, you know, like a garden, like a paradise, um, is a place that serves a, um, um, what's the right term, you know, a complex state of affairs or, um, uh, whose nature would otherwise remain uh, entirely bound grass. So 
it brings down to earth the you know preconditions of the you know what re really renders them kind of kind of over overtone like paradise you expect um, no chaos you don't you, you expect perfect you expect um, you know are there kids do you have to do you have to be you know is, are you a child um, how is paradise what's your definition of it because child and adult they have their roles in, in, in this world and this life are, are so much different. You know, kids are a lot happier than adults. There's a reason why for that, because uh, kids do not have uh, as many uh, responsibilities and uh, they don't have that weight on them. They, they're just, you know, they have kid uh, things to do. So, um, you know, is there, does it make it right if, if, I mean, if, you're an old man in heaven. I mean, that's the weirdest conversation I think I've ever thought about, but I, th I think it's fascinating because, you know, wouldn't you rather be a young man in heaven or a paradise or what your paradise is, you think it is, or a kid or a young man uh, or a young woman? Um, I don't know how that works. Um, you know, old, would you rather be an old dog if you're an animal that's dying of, um, or needs a, 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 a retina, uh, a replacement, whatever, um, or piss, pisses all the time on itself, you know, cause it's old. Um, I don't, I don't see that being in paradise. So, um, so that's, that's the kind of weird question I always come to, but, um, it always brings it down to earth, but, um, paradise is a place or state, um, uh, think of it as like a spiritual, you know, internal, like it's before you get to heaven, I would say. That's how I think of it. But, um, paradise is the world before it became profane, before all of its innocence was lost. So that's the easy way to think about it. But, um, you know, um, the paradise of a childhood, uh, circumstances applying at, at, at the dawn of each individual life, you know, prior to separation from your mom, you know, as a child, um, as a metaphor for the place of beginnings, that that symbiotic thing with your mom, the child relationship y'all have, you know, you're in your mom's womb, all that, you suck on her titty, get milk, you, she feeds you, she teaches you how to be, you know, everything, you're, you're stuck around, I mean, that's your, that's, and then you, then you, if you're a man, you know, you want to take care of your mom, you want to, you know, that's, you, you know, treat her right and, you know, take, you know, give her everything she wants, you know, because that's what she did for you when you grew up. And you want to do that more so for your mom than, uh, than your father. Uh, but, um, but it's that, that little, uh, mother child thing. Um, um, it's a, it's a union of elements that will never become separate in time. So the intimate part of that, of two individuals at the beginning of a life, uh, it comprises a state that is one thing and more than one thing simultaneously though. Um, so, um, to represent that still existed, um, uh, it, it has to, it has to stay like that or it has to if the, the evaluation of perfection, which that would be, um, no separation of opposites. Um, so why, I mean, widespread uh, representations of 
let's just say the you know the Holy Virgin Mother, um, it's with child, you know, of course. Um, and for example, like Christian and non-Christians um, might be regarded, you know, as crystallized fantasies about you know effective nature of that origin. I mean, in the ideal mother-child or mother-infant union, every desire remains bounded by one thing, and that's one thing only. It's by love. Uh, the state of childhood, you know, early on, uh, it generally symbolizes, you know, freedom from conflict, you know, freedom from um, honest, you know, or dishonest people. You know, your symbolizes honesty, innocence, you know, idyllic human existence. So you're you're given that start that everybody on this planet needs and wants and loves and uh, you know and we a lot of us don't get um, that immersion in love so um, it's a life before any kind of corruption of you know social contact or you know exposure to um, you know just punitive conditions in your physical life um, so that lack of uh, you know um, not an awareness but that lack of um, contamination by what you know and knowledge, the, the knowledge of death for um, Lynn's childhood experience was an ideal quality. Um, it, it's it's the imagination as a model for the man. So um, it represents the past of, of your history of your of your if you're a man it represents your past, um, and it also represents your potential your human potential. And, and, um, that's always been man's, you know, eternal hope for, you know, any of his future goings or his families. Um, um, so, um, Christian tradition, it's kind of, um, it's kind of goofy. I think sometimes, um, I mean, it's, they held that it's, it's supposed to be, um, as little children, uh, it says, ye shall not enter into uh, the kingdom of heaven. And we are just talking about that. Do you, if you die as a child, are you, are you going to be a man? Are you going to be an old man? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's fair if you, if you are. Uh, it says, Matthew 3, 3, uh, maturation, uh, uh, maturation uh, means uh, expansion of the of ability. So, Older people are definitely smarter. They're definitely more life experience. They're definitely more knowledgeable about, um, you know, good, bad consequences, what not to do. But, um, but um, it's a, you know, you know, transformation of possibility into. Uh, but it also has a loss of potential as well as anything, you know, that develops in one direction and not in any. Uh, alternatives. I think growth also means decline. Uh, for me, it does anyways. Negatives in my life are usually my positives. Um, helps me learn easier. I'm very hard-headed, I guess. Um, but that's a, that's a that's a very important step in all of our childhoods is learning from our dumb fucking mistakes we make. You know, why did I why did I go roll? Um, you know the Miss Foster's um, house and destroy all of her plants, you know, that she just planted in her front, you know, why, why would I do that as a young little kid? Cause I'm an asshole or cause it's 
you know, what all the other kids want to do. Um, it's just something you just got to find, you know, why would I touch this bottle um, that, you know, say it, it was a glass from, you know, the 1700s and, and you're a young kid, you're touching it. Why, when you touch that, your mom or dad sees you touching that, they say, no, don't you do that. Those are, those are very important rules in your childhood that you learn that, you know, you kind of know, you don't know what it is. You don't know if you should eat it, attack it or touch it. So you, you, you learn by touching it, maybe breaking it. Sometimes you might get a spanking, you might get a whooping, you might get grounded, but those are so important for your young years. Um, and that's the separation that's going on right now. The, the, you know, the death of the middle class, it's happening because of, um, the the father in the young youngster's life you know it's over 70 percent african-american but i think it's almost like 30 40 percent in um you know white americans as well i mean it's just it's not it's it's um it has something to do with our generation like and technology might have something to do with it you know you know going on these apps and being able to go have sex with anybody you want to or seeing all this nakedness and seeing all this you know it might be great for some young men or some young women that are sexually not getting it or not, you know, feeling it that, at that moment, but it's causing, it's causing a, um, a, uh, it's, 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 it's breaking down all your uh, morals and how, whether it's right or not right. Um, how, you know, the world used to be a little, you know, little, you know, people wore suits, you know, sound like my father, um, you know, when you used to go on an airplane, they, people dressed up to do that because it was a, it was a, um, it was something, you know, of high, uh, importance, like some, not something everybody did back in the day. Like, you know, in our grandparents time, that was very, um, you, they looked up to people that were the travelers on the airplane. You know, now it's just like, Oh, I gotta sit in fucking coach, which, you know, if you sit in coach, it's fucking miserable. But, you know, think about it, how it used to be. People used to put on suits and doll themselves up. Um, you know, the, the, you watch these older films. Um, all of the, the young guys in, in the high schools and, the, and, and wherever, they, yeah, they have the, the chaos in their lives. They have the, 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 the temptations, but they're all dressed well. They have um, ties on. Um, they speak well. They're... they're they're very, yeah, they're actors, but there was a time when they said, oh, well, um, golly, sir, I, you know, it was kind of that kind of shit. You know, like a typical black comedian would make fun of uh, how a white person talks times 10. Um, so that's how it was. It's like the, you know, um, you know, what, what was that show with um, the, the beaver? You know, every, everything uh, that, that was, that was how they, people were. And, and we lost that. We lost that with uh, technology, um, and we lost it with our parenting, I think, because, and we lost it with our not keeping our promises to, um, you know, be, you know, stay married or whatever. Uh, keeping that promise, that that sacredness of being married and being with somebody, uh, that's a that's a huge huge deal, and you don't learn that until you you kind of lose it or you. Say you say you've been in a marriage or you've been in a relationship for twenty years, you you lose that. It's not going to be a fun. I don't care how much you hate the person, it's not going to be a fun, easy ride for you. It's going to be a 
tough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be it's going to be challenging to keep keep your head up and and be around your family because you feel um, you know you don't feel you feel just you know you let everybody down and 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 you feel embarrassed because that's not something you want to go through in your life, especially if you I mean if even if you do dislike the person so much, but um, that's a very 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 if you can get through divorce or you know if you've been separated from somebody and you know been at it and at it and at it for years and, and um and me, me and candace my wife she's she'll be comfortable letting me talk about this we 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 were, we were separated for two years maybe a year and a half and it was the most um i will say on my end i won't speak for her but um i became very um very very deviant like i became very resentful very a person that i've never been before and and i and we made it through it you know we were both you know kind of doing bad things to each other but i mean it's just awful 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 time shows it shows very it shows your shows your your um your your bad qualities really quick really fast because um it tests you tests you pretty well because you're you're talking about a person that you love on, you know, that you, that you, it's almost like your buddy, your friend, um, that you, that you've known for, for your whole life. And, and, uh, that's when, when, when they start, you know, you start going at it with each other and, and then going into divorce and then you put money into it and, and you put, uh, real estate into it and you put, um, vehicles and, uh, uh bank accounts and, then oh god god forbid you got you talk about the children i mean you talk about you talk about some stress and it's a tough tough time for anybody i don't care who you are um if you can make it through something like that you're you're on the right track for you know happiness again and that's the easiest way to think about it because it's um you know you're not going to be happy in that even though you might you know you say she did you know she 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 divorced you or um she left you and it was un, unexpected um you know chasing that or or, or or being you know whatever whatever that cause was was something that probably had been brewing for a while so um life has if life did not have chaos in it um it would not work it really would because Chaos gives us order. It gives us some kind of a. It gives us some kind of a direction to point to. So, if our lives are chaotic. Um, you know, the more and more chaotic they get, the more anxious we get. The more, I mean, it's just uh, usually if you've got one chaotic thing going on in your life, you you know you you, you find it out. You take care of it. If you got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of chaotic things going on in your life, you're on the path to, you know, losing your mind. Um, but it's, it's something that you just have to kind of slow down and look at and be like, maybe you talk to a friend and get their ideas about how, you know, maybe you lost all, all reality. Maybe, maybe everything you think that is normal is not maybe everything that, uh, say, say you got, say your boss calls you into your job and, you know, you've been there for five years and, you know, you're a manager and, your, your team does okay. I mean, they, they always make quota and make the bonuses. Um, but you get called in, um, think about the, you know, the, the, um, it's not chaotic, 
chaos yet, but think about the the um, the gut feelings or the feeling the how you feel when something like that is portrayed in your life. So that that boss calls you in, you kind of nervous. You go, okay, what is going on? Does he okay? Maybe he's noticing me. Maybe I'm doing well, and it's always our lives are 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 geared like that to be positive. So. Um, it's at the very beginning, it's always like, Oh, what? Okay. Well, uh, maybe he saw me, how I was acting with my employees earlier. Maybe he saw how good of a leader I am. Or maybe, maybe he noticed, you know, the extra hours I've been coming in. Um, but you go in and that boss looks at you and looks away with, you know, kind of a shit grin or kind of disgust. And they say, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is so, um, I know you're not expecting this. And your gut, it just sinks in your in your stomach, and and then you start being resentful to that, you know, that company that you just loved, you know, seconds before. But think about your emotional swing in that that you fi- get fired just automatically, or uh, you know, like that. And it's because you know it wasn't because of your, um, you know, your your abilities. It was because of um, your inability to uh, lead or um, be. Uh, be open to um, being a a decent uh, manager or, or whatever your position was. Uh, the people were complaining about your um, your your management skills, and they complained that you were rude and you uh, whatever. But think about that transformation. So you're walking in that office, you know, five minutes, ten minutes before that, and you're like. Oh wow! I wonder what I'm getting. I wonder what this is going to be. I'm, maybe I'm getting a promotion, or maybe, maybe you notice this. So it's all positive, and then that swings, uh, that chaos comes, and that chaos is hits you unexpectedly. Uh, think about how you feel. Do you want to? Do you want to get at back at that manager? Do you want to get back at the company? Do you want to fucking go shoot everybody in your building? I mean, those those are the moments in your life when when chaos can. Chaos can be very, very, very um, hard to deal with sometimes, but we need it. Everybody needs chaos in their lives or um, your life will not work out because it leads to some sort of a decision or um, some sort of a, you got to make some sort of a fix or you got to do something and it's a direction to another path or, or vice versa. So, um, the, so, um, there's no sub that my point of the whole thing is there's no suffering in the garden of Eden. Uh, but however, things do not really, that it doesn't exist. So myth appears to have, um, so, you know, in the mythical world or whatever you want to say, the garden of Eden is the very existence of experience, past, present, and future. They're all dependent upon experience of this uh, spatially and temporarily limited, you know, observer. So, you know, if you're restricted in in um, the manifestation in that manner, it's um, that it manifests in the domain of you know just the individual experience. So, things attain a brief, you know, existence before they crash into their opposites, and then they vanish forever. Um, an ancient Midrash states like in the, in this vein that God and man are in sense of twins. Um, 
there's a cool, he's a physicist. His name's John Wheeler. There's a quote in uh, Maps of Meaning. Um, so he says, um, in every elementary uh, process, quantitative process, the act of observation or the act of registration or the act of uh, par participancy um, from the observer or whatever we choose to call it plays the essential part in giving tangible reality to that which we say is happening paradoxically. So that means the universe exists out there independent of acts of you know, registration, but the universe does not exist out there independent of acts of registration. So from our perspective or standard, you know, perspective, um, objective things exist and of themselves. So uh, that viewpoint eliminates the necessity of the, you know, the person or the observer, and it gives everything uh, it needs uh, a, like a necessary advantage. So um, it re by reducing just the virtuality of um, the uh, actuality, actually. So, um, and so in, in the, in the mythical world, it makes no, no such mistake. So, um, um, so in self-consciousness, it's the equation that allows uh, the imagination to place any man at out of chaos and, and the individual himself. So, uh, the mythical world, um, as an experience, it might be, um, the first order, you know, self-reference may be regarded to um, an interaction between the universe and um, and the universe's uh, object. So um, it, it kind of it starts a, a dawning or assumes that the subjective is a you know pre precondition of the real. So um, it seems uh, like a pretty sensible kind of thing, but um, however. Um, unexpected and and unique things that happen in your life um, help you tremendously. So, um, the world of experience um, it it's just generated by actions of consciousness. You know, uh, purely going through one stage at a time. You know, that's how I look at it. Um. um What else do we got for you guys? Um, anyways, I'm gonna end it. At, I'm gonna end it. I, I went way over my time, but I, I've been gone for two weeks. But um, hope I hope you guys, um, you know, and this is very this is hard for me to say sometimes, you know, because it's sometimes you know we're always in our our glummy moods, but um, you know, be grateful for everything you got. Um, even if it's, you know, you're struggling, you're, you know, you're hungry, you don't got a vehicle, you don't got this. Or, and, um, you know, the people that might be around you, be, be grateful for them, um, uh, as well. And if, if y'all are at odds or you're, you know, going at each other's throats, take a step back from it and, and kind of think about what's, what's somebody wants you to notice something, something's happening in this very moment. You, somebody wants you to know or you, they're trying to make you better or realize that, you know, this is, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that, whatever that is. But don't don't look for blame or don't look for 
uh, aggression towards them because that's what everybody, I think, starts to do first. Uh, that's the hardest thing I think we as um, human beings can do. But anyways, um, I want to tell my wife, uh, I just found out she, she, she listens to my podcast now. That their whole, her whole jail listens to Native 901. So shout out to Flowood, Mississippi. Um, it's an old motel. Um, and um, I'm going to forget her name, but she's the guard I speak to every day on the phone. But they listen to my podcast, and that's amazing. She, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say about that. I'm very, very fortunate. And, um, it, you know, they probably all think it's a dumb fucking thing. But, hey, thanks for the listen, guys. But I uh, really do appreciate it. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not some fucking, I'm not some expert podcast guy on here. I'm just a guy talking his problems out because it makes me feel better. And, you know, um, another thing on my wife, you know, I, I do things cause my wife, you know, she has another, she, she's been out of my life for a year now. So, um, should be home next March. So, um, when I think about that, when I have to sit and think about that and, and look at a picture of her, you know, it's not, I'm not saying I don't think about her, but I, when I, when I do that and I'm not busy and I'm, I'm, you know, it's awful. It's just like, man, you know, uh, it shows me, um, you know, it, I don't need that to do it, but it's, it, it makes days slower. It shows me how, um, how important she is in my life. And, um, uh, you know, in, in jail or fucking in a, um, on a, um, sabbatical, it's the same fucking thing. She's, she's, she's becoming better. And, um, you know, I'm not embarrassed to talk about it. So jail or sabbatical, uh, who gives a fuck, you know, if you do care, um, you know, maybe kind of, kind of my, you know, don't listen to my show <laughs> because it's really not about, you know, yeah, if she was a fucking psychopath or whatever. Yeah. She needs to be, but she, she's never been arrested and she's, um, uh, was very successful. Uh, I know she's going to be very successful after this, but um, just one of those things she needed somebody, the chaos in her life was so, at such a, such a point that she was going to die or she was going to be, you know, arrested for, you know, you know, way more time than, you know, a year and nine months. So uh, I'm grateful for the people that are taking care of her down there in Flowood. I'm grateful that she's uh, safe and she's that she's not in the in the bad part of the jail. She's in a jail where she can go work every day, and um, I'm the one that's going to have to better myself uh, so that you know to to, to do a disservice to um, what they're fixing in my wife right now. Um, it w- it would be a huge disservice if I didn't fix myself or you know try to um, you know adapt with her and. Um, do everything she needs me to do. Um, so take, take the, I can t- kind of take the chaos, chaos out of her life because, you know, she's, she's, you know, she doesn't have her freedom, but, um, you know, I, there's been some times I wanted to tell her like, Oh my God, I can't, I, I would rather change. I, I would really rather be in your position right now. You know, sometimes when I didn't, you know, I was hungry or something, she, you know, she's getting fed well. <laughs> I mean, she, she really is. They're, they eat good down there. Uh, but, um, but there's, those are things that you, you gotta, you can't say, and you kind of gotta be the, the bigger the person, but, um, you know, 
marriages are marriages are amazing. I just want to tell my wife and all her friends or the inmates that are I did, that's amazing. Y'all listen, and I'm so so thankful. But more importantly, um, you guys you guys have a real special person. She um, she has um, she's been a light in my life and and um, has taught me a lot of things. And um, I will never ever 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 um, you know have a different. I think feeling for, you know, Candace and, and my, and my wife and, and how, you know, what, you know, what, whether that's if we're, you know, um, together in nine months from now, or if we're not, um, she's, she's that, she's that thing in my life that maybe it took going, her going to jail for us both to kind of wake up like that. Cause we were, we were, we were not good to each other beforehand. And, um, you know, I wasn't being a good husband. I was, I was trying to build a business in a time of chaos and I wasn't paying attention to, you know, her or, or whatever. And, you know, um, I, I, I got to, I got to where I can, I, my wife was very good at, with words and, and words these days do not have as much, you know, as they used to. Cause, um, you know, they got so many fucking cuss words and, you know, you can say all kinds of shit. You got so much stuff on the internet. You know, words used to hurt. You know, words used to control. Uh, you know, they still kind of do musically. Um, you know, every kind of music there is out there, it makes a person, you know, a certain way. It makes you feel a certain way. Think about a certain thing. You know, just same smells. And, but anyways, um, shout out to Flowwood. Uh, facility you guys thank you again for listening and Candace I love you very much and um, I can't wait to see you uh, you're getting your three grand on Wednesday <laughs> Mark sent Mark is doing it so I I won't get in trouble by sending messages through here but it's not gonna be you know filthy messages what I really want to say but I can't uh, like what I want to uh... <laughs> no, I'm kidding um, um, everybody else, y'all go do, uh, something kind for somebody. Uh, maybe somebody needs, you know, some help, maybe a neighbor or a friend, um, or your mom. Um, uh, I need to go call my mom and, um, go see her and spend some time with her and my dad. Um, those are my, those are my true, true, true lottery ticket. Um, and, uh, y'all just you could try that. Just, I know it's, it's hard to, act and think like this sometimes but you know it really works you know the positivity and and being open-minded and and hearing people um hearing their thoughts you know negatively about you or or whatever you might have uh that it helps really to grow so um don't be don't be uh, so so reactive and uh, if you do have bad qualities just try to learn how to fix them or learn how to make it better for everybody or yourself including Y'all check me out. Um, I'll have another podcast on Wednesday and on Friday. And um, we're going to be talking um, UFOs. Uh, I don't I haven't even read the paper. I haven't seen the news in, in um, three weeks. So I don't know what's going on. There could be green men right now in my front yard, like literally in my front yard. Oh, my dog's barking. I got to go. It's the green man. Oh, my God. Go, go.